to Colin Bradley Artcast with Colin Bradley and Stephen Bradley. Hello and welcome to Colin Bradley Artcast. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. Welcome back everyone to another episode. You know, we were just it's been a bit of an eventful morning, hasn't it, Dad, actually? Because we were just having a really good discussion and I said, we've got to get recording this um, because mm. I didn't want any of this chat to go unwasted. But it took us a little while to get going because we had technical problems. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> uh, um, we literally couldn't seem to... We, we weren't allowed to hear either of us at the same time. So you could hear me, I couldn't hear you. Then... Um, it was just reversed and then we're unplugging mics, plugging things back in. Um, usually this is just seamless, this uh, recording, but today it was uh, proving a little bit trickier. Oh, it's good fun though. But we got there in the end. We <laughs> yeah. got there in the end. Yeah. Um, I just want to crack on with what we were talking about, Dad, because I don't really want to um, lose the flow that we were on. Um, you were saying to me, just to catch everyone up who wasn't, able to listen to the last five minutes um you are really interested in doing these portraits you've done another portrait which we'll be showing on the blog and on this podcast artwork this week um a fantastic uh portrait and these shadow portraits are going down so well and you're enjoying them so much that you've now expressed an interest you have this enthusiasm to start doing commissions for people in this style and I just want to just backtrack to talk about about why you know what what's led you to think I really want to do this for people. Mm. Well, first of all, I've got to tell people, and they will find out very quickly when they listen to all the video footage that I absolutely adore doing this. Now, in the past, I've resisted doing portrait work, not because I couldn't do it, because it's it, I found it a little bit laborious, to be honest. The last one I did with my granddaughter uh, and Fee was great. I loved it. She loved it. Everybody loved it. And it was great. And uh, it came out very well on video. But the thought of doing that again, I thought, mm, no, I don't really feel inclined to do that. So pass on. Next thing. So you've got to have that passion you've got to have that feel that you want to do something now with the shadow pictures every shadow picture i've done and i think this is the 26th one that's a lot started from the girl very simply one simple one to this one which is i think quite complex i loved every one of them and i want to do another one so when i finished this one i thought right i've got to do another one so this is where the enthusiasm in it, and I think it's because the impact, the speed that you can do them. I can do this. This one took me barely two days to do, and that wasn't working all the time. So they're quite quick, uh, simplistic because you're only using four uh, pencils. Immediate, you can see the results straight away without all the build up. I know you have to build them up, but it's simplistic really once you get the hang of it. So I was thinking, if I could um, broaden my horizon and say to people, um, you know, now I would like to do it. I've got a few people I'd like to do anyway. Um, 
in in the family and immediate friends and so on. Um, so that would get my portfolio up, but I then would open it up and do other because what I would have is a tremendous confidence that I could actually produce a, a likeness and an enhanced uh, interpretation of their personality. Mm. The the difference as well with these pictures and other perhaps um, portrait um, paintings is that you'd be taking a picture that isn't in the shadow, isn't in that dark element and, and be putting it there. So it's sort of like, it's not a carbon, it's never going to be a carbon copy of a, f- a photo unless the photograph is for some reason got the dark background and everything like that. You're almost, mm. you're transforming it with this kind of work. Mm. Almost all, all the pictures I've done, I've, I've had to improvise anyway. I've changed things. Even this, this one I changed the, I didn't like the way the, um, it fell at the back, the head covering. I call it. I'm sure there's a proper name for it, and it, I didn't like it, so I changed it. So I have to, you have to do that. But I found it, to be honest, quite easy to do. But as I say, when I'm doing pictures, don't play with it if you can't do it. You know what I mean? You you, you can't interfere with something or change something for the sake of it, or if it's not going to look right. But so far, everything I've ever done in the shadow range, and 26 is, is a lot of pictures to have done in all manner of different um, uh, styles, you know, and the people, objects, trains, wild animals, have come out perfect. So this gives me a lot of encouragement. And I think if we can do that, but you, you're... you're point that uh, you raised that uh, I would put a dark background on well not always sometimes for instance Evelyn Nesbitt had a semi-dark background but it wasn't a dark background so you can vary a little bit but uh, I would almost certainly have to ask people if, if if they were to send it to me or their photographs it would have to have the element that I can ch- change it to a shadow picture I couldn't have somebody with a bright sunlight. For instance, let's take uh, the picture that I did um, fairly recently of of, uh, Fionn. I couldn't change that into shadow picture. There wouldn't be enough shadow in it. See what I mean? I'd have to have shadow in it. But a lot of photographic reference does have shadow, enough shadow in it that I can use. Uh, So that would be a criteria. I mean, what I would do if I advertised it anyway and people i would say send me photographs as many as you can um because i'm looking for something different than a, a, a portrait artist would look he would look at the i've got to have the, the eyes and i've got to have the 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 expression i've got to have this and i've got to i don't have to have that because if you look at the one that um, I've, I've sent you here there's no eye detail hardly at all it took me less than five minutes to finish that eye Amazing. because you can't you can't and while i was doing that i'm saying i can't see the detail you don't have to because you, you're giving you know my uh, love of impressionism well this this encourage this encompasses the impressionism 
to a large extent. So you see what I mean? I'm looking for different things. But once uh, I get underway of this, and I'm determined to do it because I think it's so, um, it's, it's, a, it's got to be a fixation of mine now. Because I, I love doing them, uh, and uh, the impact that they make is great. I wouldn't do large pictures. I would do pictures about similar size. This is just less than the one that you're showing here would be less than A4. I wouldn't do anything bigger than that. So it would always have to be within that frame. Uh, but they would look so nice when you put them in um, the, a, a black. Uh, what, what would happen here, I would use a white outside mount and a black inside mount do you see what i mean you can't use a black outside mount it would be too too uh, uh too much with the shadow mm. side and then a the black frame and it would look really fantastic mm. i i love that your you know it's just uh, this is why i wanted to talk about it on the podcast because I, it's all about sharing your journey and the fact that you felt this enthusiasm, this encouragement, this excitement by uh, getting back into doing pictures for people and um, using this method and feeling so um, enthused by it. I was like, this just goes to show how you're, you know, it, you can get back into this kind of thing or you can find something that you really love and enjoy and at any point in your career can go, I'm going to start doing that. I, I mm. love this. I want to, it's, you know, your love for doing it um, goes beyond because a, a lot of the uh, pictures you do, you think I would love to show people how to do this or teach someone how to do this. Your motivation mm. is to go, I want, you know, I want to help people to be able to draw this picture. I want to teach them something. And what I love about this is it's another avenue of your art career where you're going, my motivation is not just to teach this. This is now a motivation, a fixation, as you called it, of wanting to do this work. And, it, and it's fulfilling for yourself. And mm. I love that. And I think that that is something and takeaway that people should get from this episode is that no matter any point in your career, whether you end up being a teacher or doing commissions and things like that, it, your motivation around doing this artwork can shift and change. And depending on the style of picture, like these shadow pictures, your motivation can switch and, mm. and it can, it can be malleable. So I just think it's brilliant. I love it. Um, I love that you're, pursuing this and um you know the people that this is another good reason for sharing this on the podcast because there are so many shadow pictures um out and still to come and i know that people are already doing their own shadow pictures they are that's um, right mm. from from their own reference material and so there's nothing stopping anyone else doing the same thing absolutely and the, you're learning so much and um um, your mum and I were chatting away um, about this, and she's just as enthusiastic as I am on it. And but one of the things we mentioned was that the the fact that when you when you're doing something like this, uh, and you're creating a, a completely different kind of work. Now, you know, there's been charcoal. We talked about that last week. There's pen and uh, pen and ink, and this is all black and white. And then you've got uh, the black and white pictures that, you know, if you used um, pastel pencils, 
not the way I'm doing it here, but on on white paper and so on, you get. Uh, and I did a little dog. Do you remember that little dog I did once, a long, long, long time ago? I did a dog in I think it's uh, somewhere on the on the the, um, the site, and I used one one pencil. I think it was one eight one. I think, and that looked nice. But this is in a class of its own. What I'm doing now, I've only got four pencils that people know, and plus the paper. And every one of those elements are essential. If you miss one of them out, you're not going to do it. If I go through it again, and I've done this before, the, the grey paper, pastel matte paper, is perfect for it. And there's so many reasons for that, and people will see when they work uh, on, on the videos, the the two 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 seventy, which is the grey, is invaluable because it's earthy and it's a perfect tone. And then you've got the black, which sorry, the two two nine would probably come next, which is the key one. Two seventy and two two nine are the key ones. Again, it's this brown earthy colour, which goes really well with the dark grey pastoma. And then you need the black which intensifies it. So if you've got those things in and then the white, which don't use a great deal. I've used more on this bun than I do on most of them. But again, that brings the brightness to it. So every one of those four, five elements, including the paper, has got its own uh, niche. And, and one without one, it's not going to work. Mm. All five works brilliantly. So you see what I mean? So we've got something we found by accident. I've got to say it was by accident. If I hadn't had the Creta Color or we hadn't started doing them, I wouldn't have found it. 175 is fine, but it won't touch 229 in reality because it's the combination of those colors. 250 in Creta Color is very close to 199 in Faber. But you still need the... 250 for its creaminess that works with the 229 is what i mean so all of these little things add up and when you put them all together you get what uh, which i think has i don't think i could do any better than the one i've done uh, this week this this is this is the ultimate it showed me first of all skin tones brilliant perfect and uh, if you want me to talk about the different elements and one of the reasons I did it was the fabric, that have covering. I wanted to do that because I know people um, have, have questioned this thing. How oh, I love the way that you, you can create that kind of feel. So that worked brilliantly. But the tiara now there, and this is one of, another reason why I took this one on. I thought I wonder if we could do that. I wonder. I, I wasn't sure. I've never done one before. I certainly never done with those colours. And I've got to tell people, it's a piece of cake. If they follow what I do, they'll be amazed at what they can actually do with it. But the greatest surprise of all was that uh, the dress she's wearing. You know, you only see the sleeve. It's, it's not much of it. But I looked at that and I thought, when I got to that particular spot, which was virtually close to the end of the picture, I thought, I've no idea I'm going to do this. How am I going to represent that? And I got the uh, the um, 270. I started with that one and put started putting that on. And I thought, I'll just do a 
couple of little bit, and then I'll have a break. I'll go and have a cup of tea or whatever, which is my usual practice. I started it, and I couldn't put the pencils down. It happened so quickly, I couldn't believe. And when I look back on it, I question myself, how on earth did I do that? See what I mean? So th- this is where the magic comes in, Steve. You're, you're, you're finding things that are different. You know, don't, all the, I used a, a very sharp white to put all that little sort of brocade on. I didn't think it was going to work, and it did. First time. And people have got the evidence of it because they'll see it. Unbroken. It's unbroken. The actual video clip, I think, if my, re- my memory serves me right, it's unbroken from the time I start putting the, the colour on to the time I finish it. It's an unbroken sequence. So, Amazing. see what I mean? So, and you can see why I'm getting enthusiastic and this, can't you? And is it, I think that one of the things that appeals so, so much to you doing this work, and I completely see it because I am so similar, is that the results are so immediate, the effects that are so immediate, and they usually are with pastel pencils anyway. You can, you mm. can see it come to life very quickly. But mm. especially with this, it seems like the um, effects and the results come so quickly that it's mm. just so satisfying because you know you you can get that feedback off of the picture off the paper instantly absolutely and again it goes with along with all the things that i i have professed over the years in teaching one is you don't mess with it you do it leave it when it works leave it don't play with it because that's the worst thing you can do start playing with it and uh, this is typical of that. Everything, every part of that picture, I didn't play with it. It just happened. It happened because of my experience that I've had. It happened because of the 26 pictures I've done. So I've, I'm used to it. And I've tackled some pretty tough ones as well. But I knew the sequence that you need to put it, the the the, the um the pancaking of, of, of the uh, pastel has to go on. You have to do it so that, and do it and do it, and then they leave it. You know, it, it, it will only work in a certain way. Now, that's, um, that's exciting because when you know what to do and you can do it, the confidence is there. And when the confidence is there, you can say, right, this is what has now led me after a very short period of time, really. I don't know when the first one out. It was certainly sometime last year, wasn't it? The, I think uh, it was, it was yeah, middle of last year, possibly. Maybe. Yeah. So it, you could say in about eight months, I've come from doing that. Oh, that's, that, that looks good. I think I'll try something like that. Oh, that worked. To being something like this in that short period of time. Quite amazing. Brilliant. And we know that people are doing the same thing as me because they are finding they're doing their own pictures now. Mm. Mm. Yeah, and they're coming out great as well. Like people are picking up the techniques and doing a fantastic job of them. Um, so there you go. That's really encouraging for people, uh, hopefully listening. And we'll absolutely keep you all posted on um, 
dad's kind of exploration into this work and see how it's going because this is all part of as i said before sharing your journey with our listeners and our audience and sort of um yeah showing what can be done what other people can do following you and uh how you're getting on with it all so yeah i'm looking forward to seeing how this venture goes we'll keep everyone posted um what's uh what's coming up next for you now dad are you gonna do another shadow then uh no no um i was going to mention that a lot of people think oh it's 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 going to ignore everything else now no i'm not not at all what I'll probably do is a shadow picture. Then I will do um, what, what I've been working on this week is um, is pan pastel. I'm doing some pan pastel. You know that, and uh, you've got a whole bunch of them to come out. Uh, and I've done a couple of very very simplistic ones that I'm sure everybody will be able to do it. And then you've got the slightly more advanced ones that uh, I I did that the, in the in the ten range. And I want to do another, uh, at least two or three, possibly up to five, in in a in a much broader way. Bigger pictures, first of all, and um, impressionist pictures, uh, including um, a lot of pastel pencil work as well. So I'm going to combine the two things. I've already done that, as you know, in, in some of them. So that's one thing I'm going to be doing anyway, I'm doing now. And then... I want to do more watercolour. I want to do more coloured pencil and more coloured pastel pencils. Don't worry, I haven't, I haven't uh, hung up the gloves on all those other things yet. Uh, it's nice for me to do that, to break away and then go back to them because I've got something that I can lick my lips and say, yeah, in, in, in two pictures' time, I'm going to do that other shadow picture. Mm. Uh, but I feel really quite strong now that I'm going to be doing the um the portrait side i think the portrait side is going to take take a prime importance to me now and that is so good and it it's so you deserve to to explore all of these things and to be doing the things that really fulfill you and you know um, nourish your uh passion for this work absolutely mm. um mm. i hope that rubs off on people listening um, you mentioned pan pastels that we've uh, got some pan pastels in stock now on our on our shop oh good so good, good. people can buy that uh, in advance if they want to or they can wait for the classes to come out um, but as, as you mentioned the the 10 the the basic set of 10 the painting set I know they all have different names there's different 10 sets but the painting set is the one that is on our website um, mm. and that is one that will get people going with pan pastels um and there's there's a good i think is that a 10 it's roughly 10 pictures is there around about eight or 10 pictures that are going to be coming out that use that set there are there's going to be there's 12 i've got 12 altogether. the two that i've just finished are the beginners ones they're very very simplistic i'm choosing pictures um that are easy to do do you know what I mean? I've deliberately done that. Uh, and then uh, we've got, let's just say, the 10 that uh, will be very good for people to be able to, uh, all, all, mostly, well, in fact, all landscape, to be honest. I'm, I'm not going to venture into anything else. And then I'm going to do some more. Uh, in the next few weeks, there'll be another, at least another two or three that will be a little bit more advanced. And what? So a whole bunch there. What tools are you using, just out of curiosity? Oh, 
oh gosh, I've got. To, I love. I love the pads. I I thought I would like the little all the things with the stubby ends. I don't know what they call them, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, but I I prefer the sponges. See, funny enough. So I suggest people get a whole bunch of sponges. I don't think they're expensive. Are those the ones that you hold in your hand, or the ones that attach to mm. the knife? No, no, ones that you hold in your hand. Uh, they're um, people see you'll see me using them when you do the editing. Uh, and uh, I, I'm I'm going to invest in more of them because I think they are the thing that I really do like. Simply because I'm going to be using pastel pencils for detail work. The pastel pencil and the pan pastel work brilliantly together, as people have seen. Mm. Especially that snow scene I did. There's a lot of pastel pencil in there and a lot of pan pastel. 50 mm. 50. So I, I'm going to be doing a lot of that. Yeah. I prefer that for the detail side, you see. Well, we'll keep you all posted when they go up on the website. And as always, there'll be a materials list that goes with the the class. So you'll know what you need to get. And all of the things will be available on our shop. So you can get everything that you need. Um, Excellent. Okay. Well, thanks, Dad. Uh, This has been really fascinating. I'm glad we could talk about this. And um, we will tune in next week and see uh, how you've been getting on either with this or with your next picture, your next project. Uh, Mm -hmm. we'll have something to show people so um yeah hope everyone's enjoyed this and we'll tune in next week with you all so we'll leave it here for this week thanks everyone for listening i'm stephen bradley and i'm colin bradley enjoy Enjoy your week. week